Hello and welcome to the Interabang podcast. I'm your host, Hannah Theodore. Thank you for being here with me today. Thank you for listening. Before we talk to our guest for today, let's quickly go over some of the news you might have missed on our website this week. First off, and Fanshawe students, listen up because on-campus services at Fanshawe are gearing up to open for the fall semester. This week, the college announced its plans to reopen many on-campus services and activities. That includes things like counseling services, the Student Wellness Center, FSU eateries like Oasis, Outback Shack, and Booster Juice. So a lot will be opening up very soon, and you can find a full list of all those activities and services on our website right now. One thing that is not changing for the fall term is class delivery. Now, students, you will have already received notice about whether your classes are going to be offered in a blended format or be fully online. And whatever you've heard up until now is not changing, at least for the fall term. Another thing that hasn't changed is the college's stance on vaccine mandates. Only students living in residence will need to provide proof of a COVID-19 vaccine. Everyone else attending campus is just being encouraged to get the jab. Masks will still need to be worn on campus at all times, and eye protection will be mandatory if you're ever in a situation where you can't keep two meters apart from another person. So there is obviously a lot to catch up on here. Again, the full story is on our website and more details are still to come. If you're looking for some fun in the meantime, the city of London has you covered with a pretty cool outdoor movie night event. For the month of August and into September, the city will be screening a series of films all from different decades at various parks around London. The events are totally free and you're welcome to bring snacks, blankets and chairs to enjoy some outdoor movie nights with your friends and neighbors. We've got the full list of movies being shown on our site, so make sure to check that out. Now let's get on to our guest for today. She's a second year fashion design student at Fanshawe College, and she just won big for her designs on the global stage. Erica Batten is one of three Fanshawe College students that were selected as finalists for the Tatika Challenge, an activewear design contest for ambitious fashion students in both Canada and China. Now, interestingly, all three students submitted their work with only their names and their collections, with no mention of the school they were attending. Three finalists were then selected from Fanshawe College, something that Batten says shows the amazing level of support and knowledge passed on to them by the fashion design program instructors. Erica Batten, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here. I mean, we're going to talk a lot about uh, some of the success you've been experiencing recently, but before we get there, can you just maybe give everyone out there a little intro into who you are and what you do? Sure. Um, my name is Eric Batten. Um, I'm going into my third year of fashion design and I will be completing the fourth year for um, costume design as well because that's kind of where my heart lies. Um, it's been a great uh, experience so far and uh, I'm trying to maintain those high grades and get into all the competitions I can just to get the experience as well, which is fantastic. That's the whole reason I'm here. Um, and uh, let's see, I live in London, Ontario pretty awesome. Love this place, uh, born and raised, um, but I have moved around. I have a, a small child, which is awesome. She's uh, hilarious <laughs> and uh, always time consuming, which is excellent. <laughs> um, and um, 
she keeps me young. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm a little more mature than not um, <laughs> um, emotionally mature, but I, I'm a little older than some of the other right. students. Ta- I, I, I had that title too when I was here and I thought mature student is that's generous of them. That's right. technically the term, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not mature, but <laughs> I, I can, I can play it well sometimes. Um, but I guess that keeps you like exciting, right? Totally. Um, well, what what brought you to Fanshawe, Erica? Because I always I find that so interesting as someone who is a mature student myself. Like, what like what that turning point kind of is when you decide I'm going to go back to college? Well, the biggest thing is um, I've always loved fashion. Um, I've always loved theater and anything to do with that. Uh, I've worked in the bridal industry for almost ten years and I've adored it. Of course, looking at all the different designs and what goes into creating these pieces, and I was like, why am I not? on the other side of this, why am I not creating my designs and things? Because that's what I love to do. Um, I've always done costume stuff, but mostly um, low key. I was working with a troupe, a small troupe back in 2006 to 2009. And um, the notorious troupe, we would do different venues in London, downtown core. And that was exciting and fun, of course, just a little thing on the side. But I felt it was time for me to actually do what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. Um, and it was my daughter that kind of got me into that. She's like, you should make these all the time. I said, you know what? I think I should. <laughs> so that's when I was like, I'm going to do it. I'm just going to go back and uh, do my best and see what I can do. I love that. I love um, like hearing how your daughter helped inspire you too. Mm-hmm. And yeah, she does every day. <laughs> oh my gosh. And you're, so you're from London, you, you said. I am. Yeah. How did you, uh, how did you like growing up here? You born and raised here, you said? I was, yeah. Um, well, when I was very small, we moved around a little bit. Um, I was in uh, Calgary for a little while mm. and um, back up, I think, in Ottawa for like half a year. And then we were back in London. And then I lived up in uh, Kettle and Stony Point for a little while with my mom after I had my daughter. That was nice. And then came back to London again to go back to work, of course, um, because I, I loved my job. I love working in bridal and uh, with the women that I worked with, it was fantastic. And there was no way I was going to miss out on that. So I came back to London. And then uh, that's about it. I, that's my, my story. <laughs> I love that. No, it, you know what? It's so funny. I find everyone, I, I'm not originally from London, but I've lived here now for like six or seven years now. And mm-hmm. everyone I meet who was born here, they all have a story of like leaving and eventually always coming back. <laughs> mm. I've only had a few yeah. friends that left and didn't come back, but they mm. mostly went out to BC and they just, it, it got them. <laughs> There's it's no hard. Way. It's hard I to come back them. from BC. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so let's talk about is am I saying this right? The Titika challenge? Titika? Yep. Titika. Okay. Titika challenge. So how did you stumble upon this? So the exciting thing is when I was looking for a co-op for the summer, I was going into the entrepreneurial co-op, which is excellent at Relief Junction. And that's that's one of the co-ops that I was accepted to. Now on the side of that, one of our teachers, Wendy Speary, she was teaching our um, one of our courses this last semester. She suggested that Tatika was doing a challenge that we might all be interested in. And we're doing activewear, um, and they were looking for people to submit their designs and things for the competition, which would be through the summer. And it wasn't really going to be a co-op, and then all of a sudden it did become one. So then I ended up doing two co-ops, <laughs> which is it's exciting and fun. Um, so the, basically, the challenge um, is to design things for women around 25 to 45 um, that would be versatile and um, worn not only for like their active lifestyle, but um, their entire lifestyle. 
So you can do, say, if you're into running or tennis or yoga, things like that. You can also transversely wear these things outside of that as well. So these are like really versatile pieces, basically. Yeah, um, that's kind of their, um, Tatika was created in 2009 by um, Eileen Zhang, I think is how you say her name. Um, and she wanted to basically pursue something that was um, active wear couture. So it was, um, she wanted to kind of marry the whole active wear and um, style, edgy sophistication, right? Mm. Um, so with the different um, high-end materials and things like that, um, she kind of, she made a name for herself and created these things. They were, I think, originally in Mississauga and Toronto, um, London, when they, she made the stores. And then um, I believe they opened their main headquarters in 2012 in Toronto, and they've just blown up since then. Uh, it's amazing. Um, online as well. And then, of course, their brick and mortar stores. Um, so, yeah, what happened was when we were um, given this challenge, we were told that the colleges or schools throughout Canada and China were going to be involved. So basically any students that wanted to, it was international too, which is excellent. Um, that was very exciting. And then when um, we found out that three of our finalists, uh, three of the finalists were within Fanshawe, we were ecstatic. We couldn't believe it. We're like, seriously, out of everybody? <laughs> That's amazing. That's amazing. See, right? I mean, like Aisha mentioned, this, like the fact that China was involved too, like mm. the, a huge population of people. For y'all to, to come out as finalists, I mean, I would be ecstatic. I'm ecstatic for you. <laughs> it was kind of that sh- shock at first. <laughs> no <laughs> doubt, no like, doubt. Are you sure? <laughs> okay, <laughs> amazing. Thank you. Like, I, I, of course, I stand by my work, but I'm also a realist and I know how amazing some people's designs are. And uh, I was just um, really flattered that I got chosen. So I'm excited to actually put my creations together and present it to them. Yeah. So the sort of last piece of this is getting to put all this on display in Toronto coming up in the fall, right? Yes. How are you feeling about that part of it? I'm excited. That's the biggest thing. It's um, being able to actually put your things together and have somebody appreciate it like that um, is amazing. Mm -hmm. I think that's one of the things that all of the, the students that go into fashion have their final year and they get to do their final collection and everything. And you get to see your stuff up on the runway. And that's, um, it's a change. It's a game changer, I yeah. think, for a lot of people. So that's that's exciting, knowing that we're going to be able to be in this competition with other people um, overseas as well. And we get to um, create something, I guess, yeah. that could be possibly worn by people soon. Well, I imagine after a year of maybe not always having that hands-on experience um, because of the pandemic, of course, that mm-hmm. this this must feel refreshing to have that sort of tactile opportunity again. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. I think the trickiest part is, of course, going out and actually touching the fabrics that you're looking for um, throughout the class this last semester in the, the, the winter semester. Uh, a lot of the, because we're doing active wear, we couldn't really go out and touch a lot of them at the time because we were still in lockdown. Mm-hmm. So ordering things in and just fingers crossed that it would be <laughs> exactly what we were looking for. We'd of course have to um, rely on our knowledge of the materials and things like that instead and just thinking of how they would feel. So yeah, that was interesting. So it's nice that we can actually go out and touch the things now and, and pick them up and all that kind of thing and know exactly what we're putting together. Now, when you were designing uh 
the collection that you submitted, what like was, was versatility uh, something that you were thinking about when you were designing or like, what was the inspiration behind what you put forward? Definitely versatility. Um, the other thing was, of course, looking at different styles in the past that Tatika has brought out, things like that, um, kind of the underlying um, like structures and things like that mm-hmm. uh, for, for comfort. Uh, my inspiration was basically, okay, so they gave us two different um, boards of inspiration. Mm-hmm. Um, one was renewal, one was elation. Both of them had to do with hope. Mm-hmm. So it was our choice, basically, decide which one we kind of want to go to. And me being a little bit more of a um, <laughs> introvert and extrovert, it's very strange. I can be a little manic sometimes. <laughs> I, was, I had a difficulty trying to choose which one. Yeah. Elation, of course, the ecstatic, the excitement, the go, 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 right? Everyone loves that feeling too. But to get to that point, sometimes we need to go through the lows. And renewal is more of that soft flowing kind of like fluid imagination where you just kind of feel everything out and then come out on the other side. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what I went with. Um, I was doodling one night and I actually painted this <laughs> watercolor lotus and it turned out really pretty. And I was like, oh, I like that actually, that's kind of fun. And one of the fabrics that they can use is a digital print. So you can actually apply the picture to the material. And I was like, this would look really interesting on a shirt. Um, it's actually a little dress I had made. Everything in my collection is is for comfort, basically. Mm-hmm. So you can wear it, say, out exercising or lounging around if you want to. Or you can go to the office if you really want to. There's a nice jacket I designed and this really cute jumpsuit. Uh, so there's a lot of different things that kind of went into it. But uh, yeah, the biggest inspiration was renewal. So mm-hmm. The soft flowing kind of water, the lotus and things like that. And right, um, basically I wrote this little piece um, with the picture and it says, oh. hope is both messy and beautiful. It's full of strength and weakness alike. And we also come to darkness from time to time. But like the waters that embrace the lotus, our tears can help wash away our murky view as we come up for air. So that was like the biggest inspiration kind of for what I put together. Wow. Honestly, I'm like emotional over that because that feels very like maybe what a lot of people need to hear right now. Mm-hmm. I think right? we can all struggle, but somehow we can always help either one another or even help ourselves through it. It's, mm-hmm. um, it's tricky. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, and I, I know, that, you know, based on, I, I was reading the story that Aisha had written and I, I understand that maybe the past year was a little bit challenging for you specifically, just having a daughter at home, you know, trying to manage that with everything that was going on, did that kind of play a role in, in why you went the renewal route rather than elation? Yes. Um, okay. So (laughs) basically I think a lot of parents, especially single parents have had quite the go of it this year. Um, especially with homeschooling and with everything going on, of course, trying to keep their kids safe and keep their families safe and um, especially those with them um, lowered immune systems and things like that um, so my daughter was at school uh, um, at home so it was trying to learn through that plus doing my full-time schoolwork and our homework afterwards of course putting our different collections together it was tough it, yeah. was, it, was, it was more um exhausting I think mm-hmm. um, trying to keep up a smile mm-hmm. when you know everything is happening in the world um, yeah. 
<sighs> Sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. Honestly, like I'm having one of those weeks, like where, um, you know, I think I've been, I've been feeling all of this a lot too. And I, um, I can't, I, I haven't had the struggle of, you know, it was hard enough keeping myself afloat, let alone another human. So I seriously like, you know, ama- good, good on you. And the fact that you came out of it with this amazing success too, um, you know, I'm, I just like, I honestly tip my hat to you. (laughs) Thank you. Um, It was tricky. Um, I think it's very tricky for a lot of parents too these days, just because over the last year and a half, um, we've seen a lot of um, uproar about different things and uh, just um, it's exhausting, I think, especially Mm -hmm. with um, so many people getting persecuted, it seems. Right, right. Um, Yeah. It's so sad. And my daughter had so many questions about the Black Lives Matter movement and um, the Every Child Matters. It's hard to have those conversations, but that's amazing that she would have those questions. Yeah, I'm proud of her for asking and understanding. And Mm -hmm. uh, yes. (laughs) Uh, It's one of those weeks. I swear something's in the air. Let's talk about the positive because I think honestly, I'm dying to know what is, what's next for you? How are you feeling about this upcoming school year? Um, You know, it, 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 does it feel like things are turning around a little bit now? I think so. Um, I do feel like there's a strange change in the last month and a half month or two, actually, where things just seem to start, it started rolling and things are happening. And now this competition is going, I found out that I was a finalist, which is so exciting. And um, I'm doing all this other work for my other co-op as well. And I'm just also trying to put together and think of things for my final line, which is coming up this year. Um, on top of, of course, our regular classes where we're going to learn everything we need to to put everything together. So um, it's like nervous excitement. Yeah, <laughs> but it's, uh, yeah it definitely um, motivated me to um, just keep going. Absolutely. Well, and it's it's exciting to be busy again. I'm really looking forward to all that you're going to do and all that you already have done. Amazing luck in Toronto. I can't wait to see the finished products. Um, and thank you for joining us on the podcast too, because we just love hearing student success stories. So thank you. Well, thank you. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Interabang podcast. You can catch up with every episode on Google Play, Apple Music, and Spotify. Make sure to subscribe to our newsletter to keep up with all things Fanshawe.